episode 86, and welcome in to the Bench is Clear podcast, where we cover the best rivalry in all of sports. Yeah, I am Jesse Gutierrez, and I represent the side of the NL West Division champion, San Francisco Giants. And I'm Tyler Coe, and I represent the first National League wildcard seed, Los Angeles Dodgers. <laughs> you made it seem like I had like a gun to your head and made you say that. That's well, what it sounded like. Believe me, I've n- never had to say first seeded National League wildcard Los Angeles Dodgers. It's something very new and foreign to me, okay? Mm. And also, the Dodgers should have won the division. <laughs> should have won. There was the Darren Ruff check swing. There was the Sheldon noise he doesn't know how to stretch. Mm. Will Smith can't play first base. So many things went wrong. But yeah. that's okay because they're going to write the ship Wednesday at 5.10 p.m. when Max Scherzer beats the St. Louis Cardinals in the wild card game. Hopefully. If not, you're not going to see me for a long time. <laughs> I think we have to appreciate the season, dude. I really do, especially doing what we're doing. Um, we weren't expecting this to happen so quick. Um, and... I mean, obviously, I'm very happy that it happened, but no way did, um, especially if anyone would have said that the Dodgers were going to win 106 games. In no way would anyone think that, the, that anyone would beat that, but not let alone the Giants. Um, <clears throat> and then, I mean, it, and not only that, but just it was by one game. I mean, you think back to all the games that could have went wrong. Obviously, what you just said, Mike Talkman has saved three games just off the top of my head. I mean, he hit a uh, 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 a grand slam. I mean, you talk about the two robbing of the home runs as the first two. Um, but of course he had a, um, a big grand slam in Texas. That was looking, that was not looking very good for us. And, and yeah. What was that? You know, One of his more. like 12 hits on the entire season. Exactly. That's exactly. what I'm saying. And so now do you understand the luckiest team in baseball moniker? I mean, Jesus Christ. Hitting, hitting a home run is not lucky. Okay. It's, just, uh, it's called uh, manager uh, of the year. Gabe Kapler. Uh huh. Punching in the right, you know, putting in the right, playing the right notes. is the. How the long until Farhan's banned from baseball for coming up with whatever cheating scam he's come up with? A couple years? Two years? I Probably two. Loved, I loved two years until they figured out. In the, in, in the champagne, fucking just getting sprayed, hugging player. Andrew Freeman would never, never do some uh, shit like that. Yeah, Andrew Fleisman is a professional. Yeah. Do you know what the Dodgers did exactly. after That's why after, a G. after they won, after they swept the Brewers and ended the season six or finished the season six and oh? You know what they did? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Yeah, they because a wild card is nothing to celebrate for this team because they're better than that. So mm-hmm. they'll wait. They'll wait and it'll be glorious. How Just crazy wait. would it be if, if they get knocked out and they're not able to celebrate at all? Oh, Gosh. how crazy is it going to be? I'm going to be on a 5150 suicide watch if that happens. So <laughs> let's uh let's hope that for for my benefit, let's hope that doesn't happen. But think right. about this. If the Dodgers would have Think about this. If the Dodgers would have won one more game, right? And forced mm-hmm. a game 163, Correct. the Dodgers and the Giants would have both set franchise win records and one of them wouldn't have won the division. Right. That's fucking insane. We may never see anything like this ever again. Yep. And so that's, that's the thing that really chaps my ass about the wild card is dude, 
the Dodgers and Giant fans both deserve to finally Seriously? play each other in the NLDS when they were that close all season and they're both arguably the best they've ever been. Right. So there's so much riding on Wednesday outside of just, you know, World Series hopes and dreams and all that crap. Yeah. Dude, that, and this could be the most fun. If the Dodgers and Giants play, it could be the most fun series of baseball any of us have ever seen. Right. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I mean, it worries me, but at the same time, it's not like if it was the Padres and Dodgers, the 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 I guess the podcaster in me would be like, oh, do I we need that we need the Dodgers to win. We need to do this. And it would be so great and something that you would want to look back on for a long time. But the the just solely I really want the best chances to win fan in me would be like, dude, I want the Padres to win. But at the same time, um, I don't want to get too far into it because we're, we're we have a um, a great Cardinals guest that's going to give us a lot of insight on um, you know exactly where they're at and how how they're feeling. But it's it's not a slam dunk who you'd rather play just because the Giants don't play the Cardinals well because of who's in that fucking lineup who we've talked about a couple times. Just like you know we asked you guys on Twitter, who do you want to um, play in the NLDS? Um, and 76% said the Dodgers. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with just wanting, to, I mean, maybe it was a lot of Dodger fans too saying obviously want to be there, but um, I think it's also, you're more familiar with them. The Cardinals have done nothing but dominated you this year. I know the playoffs are different, but that's a conversation. Is on well, saying. I also, it's just like you were saying, I also think it's more of not necessarily that you feel you have a better chance to beat the Dodgers. It's if you, you want to have the bragging rights of franchise record wins to win the division, won right. the series season against the Dodgers, and just so happened you beat the Dodgers in the playoffs. Just like the Dodgers want to go through the Giants. Mm-hmm. We've never had this before. We've been waiting our whole goddamn lives for this. So if the Dodgers almost, blow it. We almost had it in 2016. We almost had it in 2014. Um, and I was low-key rooting for it, but – you know, and of course we almost had it in 2020 and I was really rooting for it because it was like, there's nothing to lose if we get swept by the, by the Dodgers who cares. But Dude, um, the closest you know. thing we've ever had to this was when Steve Finley hit that grand slam in 2004 <laughs> to win the division. You know That's many, like the closest thing. That's all I've heard about this week. is just that fucking Steve, like, gosh, I, 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 I don't even know what to do with it, but I do want to give some love. Uh, I, I do want to give some love and not only that, wait, what, happened on october 3rd which is also like the 70th anniversary of bobby thompson's shot heard around the world oh i've heard God. less about i've heard more about steve finley's home run than than uh, bobby thompson's uh in that span so i do want to mention like a 70 anniversary and it's clinching the division dodgers giants you gotta mention it baby i mean mm-hmm. we weren't even thoughts but mm-hmm. you know we were always thoughts but we weren't thoughts if you know what i'm saying yeah, just talk about your shitty cheating manager and let's uh, get on with it. <laughs> so salty. Um, I do want to mention really quick, my guy Camilo Duvall, um, and, uh, NL pitcher uh, reliever of the month. I mean, gosh, zero ERA, fucking just dominating, fourteen innings, just just one oh two on the gun. This guy. I, this guy, I, I feel like we're getting our guy because he's 22 years old. I feel like he's a dude that's going to be a closer for the next 10, 15 years. 
Um, and he's going to be the guy that's going to have to be pushed out. And it's going to be sad when he goes like, I, I, I know you're not supposed to put that on somebody, but his stuff and his command right now of his stuff. Uh, it's, it's like night and day from when, when we saw him earlier this year. Um, so I'm just really excited for him. And I mean, it just goes all to the best bullpen in baseball. I mean, this this bullpen has put on a lot this year. I mean, we talk about how they won the division just by one game. Um, I mean, this is a bullpen that was just like the Dodgers, um, was going every round, was going doing bullpen games twice for, you know, rotation round. I'm not sure what you would describe that as rotation round. You get what I'm saying. Um, and just the way that starters picked up the slack the you know that was when webb was on his dominant streak his um you know gosman started picking it up again and they were going deep into games uh disco was going deep into games so they were saving the bullpens for those two bullpen games um you know none of the, if 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 that doesn't happen then they don't win this division it was so fucking close um best bullpen era at uh 299 most saves best whip least amount of walks given up um you know, it's just this bullpen has completely carried this team, and gosh. And Duvall's gonna get lit the it. fuck up in the DS. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm and Tyler Rod, and Tyler Rogers, free, and Jake McGee. Jake McGee is gonna unceremoniously. Oh, that's what I'm posting. Oh, that's what I'm posting. Okay. Duvall's See, gonna get lit up. 102 on the corner, sweeping slider and seeing freaking. Chris Taylor just swinging like and missing it by like two feet. Mm-hmm. I doubt it. I can't wait. Are are you wait. done with your your little stupid awards? <sighs> um, I can give a million more awards. Honestly, we got to see another Buster hug. It's been a long time since we've seen that. Um, fuck. Um, we could go all day, all fucking day. One thing I do really quick. Last thing I want to say about the Giants that we could get onto you know the wild card series. Um, one thing I do want to say is I just – this whole th- – if if the Giants weren't – didn't have the season they did, right? If they even had a, a great season and, and gotten the second wild card and they won 90 games, the coverage about the Dodgers would be completely different. If they won 106 games, all the stuff that was written about them at the beginning of the season about how they were supposed to be you know, possibly the best team ever assembled, it, it just would have been confirmed. Um, so it's crazy how things change based on what other teams do, if that makes sense. Like the Dodgers still had a great, I, I like honestly what, what Dave Roberts was saying. First of all, that the giants took the, uh, the, um, the division from them. They did, they had to, um, you know, it, it's not. And also that the Dodgers didn't have a failure of a season, you know, and, and no, you know, anyone that criticizes a hundred plus, plus win team has never played baseball on a really high level. I think it was the quote he said, and that's true. I think there's a lot of Dodger fans that are spoiled and, and are just expecting, you know, uh, a division win. Like it's like, it's nothing and don't appreciate what it takes to do it because it just became so easy. So um, I think that's a really special story to the <clears throat> season. And yeah, I mean, I it's like I said, last episode when I think we had only 103 wins, there's no such thing as a, a failure of a 106 win win team. That's right. fucking impossible. Right. And it's so unlikely that a team wins 106 and loses a division. 
like it's right. it just doesn't happen. It's it's never happened. Exactly. <laughs> it has now happened once. So right. the, you know, the closest I, mean, I think is the is the Giants missing missing not even getting a wild card game, missing the playoffs uh, when they won 103 games uh, to the Braves. So and even then, that's 103 wins, not 106. Yeah, and that was so. that was when the alignment and everything was so different. The playoff format, right. how you get in, and it's going to change next year. So we're never going to have this ever again either. Uh, I don't know if it's going to change. I well, I mean, we don't know for sure, but it's just CBA, and that's what they want. I, it's my, I put my money that that is going to change, and we're going to go to the expanded playoffs next year, guaranteed. Lock it in. Lock it. I up. don't know. I'd be interested in up. seeing a three-game series in a wild card as opposed to. That's what it is. That, that's what it's going to be, and then and then the one seed's going to have the buy. Well, but I'm I'm saying. Yeah, but that's that's so dumb. That's it is dumb. Let's not get into it. Let's not get into it because it's going to be. Season. In, we have a lot of off season to talk to. In a, yeah, in a we. Month and a half. Let's not go through that rabbit hole. Let's uh, <laughs> let's jump into some Dodger Cardinals baseball. Let, let let's do that. Let's do that. We got a great guest coming on to talk some Cardinals baseball. Uh, so without further ado. And now we'd like to welcome into the Benches Cleared podcast, friend Jeff Jones, beat writer for the Baleville News Democrat. Uh, Jeff, how's it going? Not bad, man. Uh, just got to L.A. in the middle of a lightning storm, which is a fun experience for literally L.A. That's a little bit of a change. Uh, but otherwise, pretty good. Yeah, you're lucky. This is like a once in a year experience and you just happen yeah, to fly in. Lucky? You know, I'm told that I should be like looking out my window to watch this thing happening over the mountains. And I'm, but I've seen lightning. I live in the Midwest. This is not new to me, so I don't really need to take time out of my evening to watch a rainstorm. No, yeah, it's 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 crazy for us. But um, you know, I, we really appreciate you coming on and giving us uh, insight on on the Cardinals because you know, like we talked about before, before we got on, you know, we obviously we watch the Cardinals when they play our teams, but you know, to watch them day in and day out, you obviously have a lot more insight than we do. So um, yeah, I mean, this is something that's you know can be really beneficial to us. You know I mean? No, happy, happy to be here. I've I got to get my head focused into baseball mode again. I had as much as almost one full day off. So now, you know, I got to dial it back in. <laughs> I'm glad you're happy to be here because I'm miserable to be here right now. This is I not bet. the way that I, I expected my, the Dodger seasons to go. I didn't expect to be in a wild card game and a one playoff game. I I'm just, I feel miserable. I'm nervous. I feel sick I'm to my stomach. Miserable, San Diego. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, but I mean, in in, in the opposite way, um, at this point, it, it almost seems, especially if you look like two months ago, it looked like the Cardinals were going to be out, and it was a long shot that they were going to make it. They got back into it, not even getting that hot. Um, just the Padres and, and Reds weren't really doing too much, but then they went on a historic run. Um, is there something that maybe like? change they you know got a hold of the Mike secret stuff or something or what what was going on during you know right before and during that time yeah you know when you talk to these guys the uh the win streak is one thing and it was impressive I mean literally it was literally historic they never done it before in franchise history wasn't that long um but what they've pointed to is actually the series against the Dodgers early in September where they splintered up splitting a four-game set at Bush Stadium dropped the first two and didn't look great in those first two games kind of looked like a team that maybe was tapped out, season was trending toward the over direction, uh, and then came back, won the last two games of that series, lost a game that I believe is Cincinnati in the next series, but then ripped off 17 in a row. And so competing with the Dodgers in that series and sort of showing up for it and, and getting a split 
was a point where I think maybe was proof of concept to them a little bit that if they actually did manage to pull off some kind of run, they'd have a shot and they could be competitive. Yeah, I mean, it was it was really pleasing, especially for us to see. Um, I mean, honestly, now I'm I'm actually really bummed just because I'm a lot more worried about the Cardinals versus the Padres. But at the beginning of the season, uh, MLB was like really pushing this great rivalry of the Padres and Dodgers and how it was supposed to be, you know, the best thing. And just being around, um, I guess, just being on on Twitter, seeing how smug and crazy Padres fans and, and, and Twitter was. Um, especially not having much success at all. So it was nice to see that the Padres got knocked out, especially when they did. Um, but at the same time, now we have to worry about, you know, uh, a rotation of <laughs> Wainwright and Kim versus, you know, the uh, struggling Darvish. Yeah, the, uh, the interesting thing about the Padres is that I was at Petco Park for the wild card series last year. And, you know, I, I, as far as I'm aware, that's the only time I've ever been in the building and have seen with my own two eyes the moment that a video game cover was made. Uh, but that that felt like <laughs> the moment that the Padres arrived. Like that, that Tetsi's home run off Gallegos that blew that game open and put that, put that series out of reach felt like the moment that the Padres were going to be here and get after it. And now all of a sudden the Padres are a team that is – probably going to fire its manager and its whole coaching staff. And by the time this goes up, maybe they will have, who knows. Um, and, and a team that, that looks lost and a team that, you know, in dugout at Bush stadium, they downplayed it all they want, but a team that had its two most important players screaming at each other in the middle of what was then a pennant race. And so that's a, that's a, a bad trend, certainly. And I, I, th- I think I read and not to rub this in, but am I correct that in the Padres last 22 games of the season, they went four and 18 and all four were against the giants. I believe that's what happened down the stretch. That's a, it's a pretty, that's a pretty crazy stretch. And as somebody who was trying to, uh, to put my travel plans into concrete for this wild card game, did not love that mm-hmm. Saturday outcome. Was looking a little for a little more fight out of our giants on that Saturday night. Yeah, right. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It is. I mean, it, it sucks because I mean, if, if you look at it, especially when you go to the Padres and even before with the Mets, where it was, you know, Dodgers, Giants and Dodgers, like back to back. I'm sure MLB, when they wrote that schedule, they didn't realize how much of a gauntlet that would be. Right. But I mean, now it just it just looked cruel and, and kind of just sad to see any team go, go through that kind of thing. Yeah. And it's and it's interesting because the way the schedule was written, it was written basically to fend off COVID outbreaks, right? It was written in such a way where right. you would play teams in big chunks. So if you had to shift games around and have double headers, that would be easier to do. And for the Padres, that did not turn out great for them. For the Cardinals, it meant the last four series of the season uh, was, was two against a Brewers team that was checked out, had nothing to play for, and two against a Cubs team that was just awful down the stretch. And so they got to sort of maintain, stay hot, get hot, and drag that winning streak out. Right. And I mean... To, to now get into the the reason that we're all here, the, the wild card game. Um, I mean, it's Wainwright versus Scherzer. I mean, Wainwright dominated the Dodgers uh, last time they faced. But, I mean, the Cardinals don't, don't exactly have a great track record against Scherzer. No. Um, you know, but then again, not a lot of teams do. So uh, what, what do you think is – I mean, because anyone looking at that would say, you know, that the Dodgers have the leg up, Scherzer, you know, but – there has to be some sort of argument for, you know, Wainwright to get in there, especially because he dominated the Dodgers. What, what, from your end, how do you see it? 
Yeah, I think that, so the comparison that people have been drawing, there's a game that kind of lives in Cardinals lore. Uh, the, uh, the fifth game of the division series in 2011, so 10 years ago, was a similar sort of deal in that it was a winner go home and it was Chris Carpenter versus Roy Halladay in game five of the division series. And the Cardinals let off that game in Philly, the, in, in Philly against, against Halladay with a triple and an RBI single. And then that was the only run that scored for the rest of the game. The first hitter of the game scored and no one else did. And it was a one nothing game, but the Cardinals ended up winning behind a Chris Carpenter complete. Actually, he might've, he might've left in the ninth at the bottom, but they, they won behind Chris Carpenter um, against Halladay to win that game five. And I think that, you know, from a Cardinals perspective, if you're looking for what the most likely scenario is to win that game, it's probably about like that. It's, it's Edmund and or Goldschmidt get a single walk in front of Tyler O'Neill who hits a homer and it's two or three nothing in the first. And then the Cardinals just try to hang on. And, you know, I, is that the most likely outcome? No, it's Max Scherzer. It's hard to score against him. But that I think right. is that that is what maybe you're looking for. If you're a Cardinal fan is, is they jump on Scherzer early and they're able to just hang on behind Wainwright and, and get to the finish line. Yeah, and you know, on the flip side of that for the Dodgers, it's going to be the same exact thing. If you look back to when we played the Cardinals a month ago uh, or so, we we jumped on Wainwright early for one, and then we sprinkled in another one, and then we got two in the ninth inning, and then you know he left. But I mean, he was he was dominant. He he pitched really well all game, so it's going to be wow. important. And the other the downside is Dodgers had seven hits <clears throat> against Wainwright. Two of those came from a one Max Muncie who will not be playing. And that's going to leave a huge mm. hole in the Dodgers lineup. And I think it's not necessarily something I'm incredibly worried about offensively because Matt Beatty, I think will get the start being the lefty because he's been swinging a hot bat. I'm really worried about defensively at first base because the Dodgers saw what happened when you put in someone like Will Smith at first base, you lose a game because of it. Uh, that's kind of my, my biggest concern because runs are going to be hard to come by. And just like we said, one run, two run, that might be it. So that potentially happening on an error, not being able to stretch for a ball, not being, uh, being able to scoop. Cause my personal opinion is Max Muncy has the best glove at first base at least in the national league. Uh, but I think it's going to be the same for both teams. You got to jump on these guys early. And if you look at it, Scherzer was dominant against the Cardinals and his only start against them this year, 13 strikeouts. I think went eight innings, one earned. So hopefully he can uh, reproduce that, but I think it's going to be a low scoring affair. A couple runs is going to do it. And it's just going to be a tight game. Yeah. It's an interesting thing to, to look at the Scherzer numbers in particular, because like take Goldschmidt, for example, I think, I believe if I'm, this is off the top of my head without double checking, but I believe Goldschmidt was something along the lines of one for 18, one for 19 against Scherzer in his career heading into that most recent matchup, but then like doubled twice against him in that game. Um, Arnado's the way Arnado's numbers are not great against Scherzer in his career. And yet as a franchise, I think Scherzer has one, if I'm correct about this, three of his last seven starts against the Cardinals. Like there, there's been a weird stretch where the Cardinals have had some success as a franchise against him. And, you know, in, in talking to Mike Schilt about this on Sunday briefly, part of what he mentioned is, is 
because of the strangers of the spring training schedule this year, the Cardinals have actually faced Max Scherzer like five times this season already. They saw him three times in spring. They saw him with Washington and they saw him with the Dodgers, you know, a couple of weeks ago. And so, look, I don't know that you can ever be prepared to face Max Scherzer, especially in a postseason game. But as much as anybody can be, the Cardinals are certainly familiar. Uh, but, you know, they definitely have veteran hitters who have seen him a lot. And so if nothing else, Maybe they're not going to be caught as off balance as maybe other folks would be. But then again, with a 515 start, Lord knows what the shadows are going to look like. And so nobody's going to yep. score the first innings of that game anyway. Yeah. The shadow shouldn't be, it shouldn't be too bad. It should only be for about maybe an hour. But I mean, that's going to be a good three innings. Okay, right. Yeah. That, that three or four innings with those two. Yeah. Guys, I mean, especially yeah. I would prefer shadows in the beginning of a game than an end, though. Because if you're if you're down by two and then like you know say if it's a day game then it gets a little bit later and the shadows come later it's like well what the fuck's gonna happen like there's no yeah, way of coming back that. for sure yeah and I, would, I do like that's I've not actually ever asked anybody that but I do wonder about that what what the preference for that would be right which which brings me to a point that I wanted to bring up just to throw this in there the last time I saw the Dodgers and the Cardinals play in the playoffs when I was at the game was I believe it was game two geez it must have been two thousand nine okay nlds this is when matt holiday dropped that fly ball and then i believe it was mark loretta hit a walk-off single into center uh so i'm just trying to you know channel that into this game because frankly i'm very worried but if you rewind last year when we were talking the Brewers wild card series, I was a nervous wreck. Like, oh, the Brewers are going to do it. The Dodgers, I don't know if they're going to be able to pull it off. So I'm constantly just thinking the Dodgers are going to blow it somehow. You know what? So I'm then, really trying to channel that Matt Holiday, you know, drop ball, blame it on the rally towels, blending in with the ball energy. Well, yeah, you, you know, you mentioned Holiday, but look, last year Trent Grisham happened, right? So it does seem to break that way for the Dodgers from time to time. Um, but I, I, you know, it's funny, it's funny to mention holiday, like all due respect to Matt holiday, who is a Cardinal legend, who people love in St. Louis very much. There is not a single defender in the Cardinals lineup who is nearly as weak a defender as Matt holiday was. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that's and, true. And that's, right, and, that's, right. that, and that's the thing that they do well is that for, for all of the things that, you know, look, the bats got hot during that win streak, the, the starters were great. They did not make mistakes ever and in fact the only one really dramatic glaring defensive mistake I can think of uh they got bailed out in the strangest way when Edmundo Sosa in New York let loose a throw to first base and hit the first base umpire in the side of the head which I'd never seen before yeah uh, but mm. hit the first base umpire inside the head and landed in their territory but didn't even get an extra base out of it um that, so that, that was kind of the luck they had but also the kind of defense they had over that stretch and the kind of defense they're capable of playing so with this being a one-game playoff, we all know it's going to be intense. What do you think is the advantage the Cardinals have over the Dodgers? What part of their game is going to be the advantage? That's an interesting question. I think if there is one, if there is one advantage the Cardinals have over the Dodgers, it is that there is zero pressure. They weren't supposed to be here. They weren't supposed to be in this game. They were not supposed to be at a postseason team. The Dodgers won 106 games and are playing a do-or-die game at home uh, and are the defending World Series champions and, and have all of the things that come with that. You know, if the Cardinals win tomorrow, or tomorrow, Wednesday, whatever day the game is, whatever, Cardinals win the game. Um, <laughs> it's, 
for them, that's that's gravy. You know, not to say that they would be satisfied with that because you talk to them, and of course not. They say we are going to win a championship, and you know, uh, it was Schilt the other day mentioned that the Cardinals were feeling like, well, if they're going to go where they want to go, then they have to go through, and they want to go through the team that won it last year was the thing that Schilt said. So, you know, yeah, they want to win a championship, and yes, they believe they can, or they're saying they believe that they can. But realistically, given the way this season played out and where the expectations are, if the Dodgers don't win that game on Wednesday, it's going to be viewed as a failure of the Dodgers, I think, no matter what happens, right? And so the Cardinals just don't have that weight to carry. They can just go play ball and see what happens. Yeah, that's a that's a great point because Jesse knows that feeling of no pressure because knowing they weren't supposed right. to be here at all. Right. Right. So yeah, I think that's a yeah. that's a big disadvantage for the Dodgers, but I think they like the pressure. I think they're going to live up to it. And I think the advantage might be for the Dodgers, their top 3 hitters, because if you look at the game against Wainwright a month ago, those were the only guys who the seven hits were between four guys. Yeah. Now we talked about it, one of those guys is going to be gone, but Trey Turner swinging a hot bat, Corey Seager swinging a hot bat. So hopefully jumping on Wainwright early for two runs in the first inning, hopefully that might be enough. Well, and, and you know Scherzer can just shut it down. And even if it's not, I'll tell you this, your, your stone-cold block of the evening is that T.O. Albert is going to have a moment. There's a, It's a guarantee that Albert Pujols I is sure going so. something on Wednesday night in that book. Now, maybe it's a bad moment. Maybe it breaks for the Cardinals. But there is going to be a moment in that game that's going to involve Albert Pujols late no matter. There's just There's just no way it's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I only let it not happen. Yeah, I only envision him pinch hitting. I don't think he's going to get the start against Wayno, but he did get the start at first base against Wainwright. Max Muncy was playing third base that day, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so and Pulhos went 0 for 3. So, (laughs) yeah, I think that was more for sentimental value. They were like, hey, let's just do it. Yeah, right. Well, now they're not going to play that shit. Yeah, sentimental value be damned. You know, we need to win this game. So but, but I, Albert's going to get an at bat in the seventh, eighth inning against TJ McFarland. Um, that's going to be important. That's 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 going to happen in that game. Yeah, I. Oh, I feel terrible. My stomach's already eating itself. Can't sleep already. It's going to be. It's going to be is, tough. This is your first wild card game to to suffer through, Tyler. Right? Yeah. Um, wild card game. Maybe it would have to be. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't know. Yeah, if so it, I mean, so I don't think Cardinals haven't done a wild card game yet, have they? But one. Um, so in 2012, the Cardinals played Atlanta in the wild card mm, game. They were the first was, ones. It was the very first one. That's correct. Uh, and that was, that the, was the, 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 yeah, fly that wasn't in the infield, infield fly rule. Mm. And Matt holiday again, it was a fly ball right. between the two of them. That was called an infield fly. That was maybe not in the infield, uh, but right. that Cardinals ended up winning. And then they yeah. knocked out the Dodgers. This is going to be my my first one gamer, which again I've always maintained I hate and I think is terrible. So, well, we'll see. We did all right with it. One one thing I definitely wanted to talk to you about because obviously there's a chance if you do win the wild card game, you're going to be playing the Giants. Um, I mean, obviously, it's not a chance. It's a certainty if they win no, the wild card. Would, but, can, that well, would happen if they did. Well, win. what I'm saying is, is there's a chance that they win and then they play. Yeah. I was backwards. We know, we all know what's going on here. Okay. Right here. Here. Um, so, I mean, cause 
the starting pitching isn't exactly scary. I mean, the bullpen's not exactly a top-rated bullpen, but for my side, it doesn't matter if, like I've said this a couple times, it doesn't matter if me or Tyler were pitching, the Cardinals will sk- still scare the shit out of me just because Goldschmidt and Arenado are in that lineup, and doesn't matter if they are the super cold, doesn't matter. Right when they get into to Oracle Park, they just drop dick and, and, and go crazy. So, yeah, so they, they completely <laughs> own the Giants. So, um, I, is there someone else that you think might be like, a, um, you know, someone that's not talking about that could have a, um, that you might have a feeling that could have a really good wildcard game and potentially a uh, good NLDS? So I'll, I'll, I'll put two names. I mean, the first, it's hard to say nobody's talking about him because he's just one National League player of the month. But Tyler O'Neill has been just unbelievable right. for the last month, has, has looked like a superstar in every every possible, you know, every, every possible speaking of the word. And, Buffest dude I've ever seen play baseball. That's he's not a rule. Right. Um, but the thing that he's, you know, he's been put in this position now where with Goldsman hitting second and Arenado hitting fourth, he can just wait for balls in the zone because, you know, to get on base either behind Goldschmidt or in front of Arenado works out pretty well for them for, for you know, most right. of the time. So I, you know, I, I think that he's, he's become a dangerous hitter who his K rate is still super high, but his chase rate is way down because he's making guys come into the zone. Um, mm-hmm. The second one, maybe if, you know, if you're, if you're looking for a little bit of a deeper cut, I, I think the answer probably is Edmundo Sosa who really brought in a spark, really brought in a lot of life to this team. Um, you know, right around in the middle of the season when he ended up taking over for Paul DeYoung, DeYoung broke a rib, Sosa got a chance to get a run at it and looked like a really good shortstop. And right. Sosa's coming off, he got hit by a pitch kind of on the base of his right hand uh, the, the second to last weekend of the season at Wrigley and has, has made one start at short since. I would expect him to start a short in the wild card game and to hold that position should they play in the DS. Um, and, and so is the kind of guy who could very easily come up with just a big double to the gap and, you know, in a runner's on situation right. that, 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 that blows the game open. But he's also the kind of guy who might airmail a routine throw from shortstop. I mean, Sosa had a good, a really good series against the, um, against the giants. And I mean, honestly, Cardinals won both series against the giants when, when they played yeah. them. So it's, I mean, you know, you want to say that, you know, obviously the Dodgers are a better team, but if you're looking from my point of view, especially with Muncie being out and Muncie being a, a giant killer, it, it's going to be, it's kind of a toss up who you, who you'd rather face in, in, in the division series. I, I just want to go with my prediction. I think, okay. I think the Dodgers are going to be able to put up about five runs okay. and I think they're going to hold the Cardinals to, to three or less. Kenley's going to come in slam the door it might be a little rocky but i think he gets it done uh, and i think the dodgers move on to face the uh the evil empire san francisco giants well i'll tell you what i'm gonna i'm prediction that neither of you guys is gonna like and let me let me tell you how i just prediction my least park in the league is in atlanta it's like a weird mall of a ballpark don't like it not a fan did not go on the atlanta trip this year because i don't like the park i don't want to go there so i took that weekend off yeah and got right. too excited, talked too much shit about how happy I was and not have to go to Atlanta. So I will tell you, the Cardinals are going to play Atlanta in the NLCS, and I'm going to have to go to Atlanta. Because I talked, I got too excited <laughs> about not going to Truett Park. So just to make I don't know. Happy, somehow, Cardinals and Atlanta are playing in the NLCS. 
I'm just saying, and I and Jesse's gonna be mad that I said this. Last year for the season start, I said Dodgers are gonna win the World Series in six games against the Rays. I was right. This year I said they're gonna play the Braves again in the NLCS and win in six. So hopefully it goes my way. Hopefully I look like a genius again. Lightning can strike twice. It, you it never know. It's striking all night. I, I was just saying, we that. literally found that out tonight. Right. Uh, tonight. Your guys, your guys' hope is so cute. Um, but Jeff, we do appreciate you coming on, man. Um, real quick before you go, because it is, I mean, this is only the second time we've had a uh, a member of the Baseball Writers Association. Um, throwback to our when our guy Adam from uh, we, we did a little uh, series preview last year with the Brewers. Do you have any quick um you know, uh, MVP or Cy Young votes that you want to um, reveal. So I, I can, I can give thoughts on this because I was a manager of the year voter this year. So I can, I can expound plenty on the, uh, on the rest. And then granted, this is, I didn't have those ballots, so I did not do the work one would need to do to, to actually come up with a good answer here. Um, mm. But I think it, I think it's, I think it's Juan Soto. And I think, I think right. it's Scherzer. I would have to, I, I'd have to, I don't know. I'd have to cut, I'd have to cut the quick. I will say right. the fact for me, the fact that Corbin Burns threw 50 fewer innings than the other top candidates to me. Right. Is That's huge. That to yeah. me, that to me would matter if I had a Cy Young ballot this year, right, right. Uh, but I didn't, I had a manager of the year ballot. So yeah, I don't know. Soto and Burr or not Soto and Soto and Scherzer. Right. And we all know hey, you I didn't mean, pick Gabe Kapler. So let's just let's move on from that. Let's be real. I know you can't say anything about it, but <laughs> no one in their right mind would pick Gabe Kapler. Uh, yeah, I also yeah. think the slam dunk choice. Right, right. Just real quick, I feel like it's bizarre that Trey Turner is not involved in the MVP talk really all that much. And I mean, right. he put up insane numbers. I agree with you. I think Juan Soto. I, he'll, get, he'll get top five. Him, him yeah. and Brandon Crawford probably get some top five votes. Yeah, I think I think you give it to Juan Soto. I know there's always that, well, you know, the team wasn't that good kind of crap, but I mean, Juan Soto yeah, had but the best of, year. To me, none of that, maybe that can be a separator, but none of the top candidates in the NL to me were on playoff teams. So what does it matter, right? If it's Soto, if it's Bryce Harper, if it's Tatis, right. all those guys. That shouldn't even, that shouldn't even come into play. This, this isn't basketball. You can't, one person can't dominate the league. You know, it's, if, if someone's, you know, good at the plate it has zero to do well not zero but very minimal to do with what your pitcher does and what your bullpen does and you know so i feel like you can't even look at that when it comes to baseball so yeah it's entirely fair but like i said i you know look i will i will say as a person who was a uh, i had a rookie of the year ballot last year and i did i was one of i think the two people who had tony gonsolin third in my ballot so if that gives me dodgers cred i did uh, i did slap tony <laughs> gonsolin on my last yeah, take, take I love it. You could get it. Yeah, and if well, you you know could help us out and figure out how the Giants cheated this year, if you want to be the one to mm. break that story, yeah. that'd be much appreciated because we all know it was something. <laughs> and by God, I will figure it out. Look, man, maybe I on another episode. Looks, I it's cover the manager of the year's good looks. Old That's old guys can make it happen. I watch a lot of Cardinal baseball, <laughs> and we well, all Jeff hate Gabe his... Kapler. Perfect. You're just, you're just freaking jelly, dude. You're always jelly of like the popular kid in school. You know what I mean? That that's what this is. Uh, but well, nonetheless, we could talk about Gabe Kapler's looks all day, or at least I can. So, mm -hmm. Jeff, thanks for coming on, man. We really appreciate your insight. Um, you guys can follow him uh, um, at Twitter at JM Jones. Thanks again, Jeff. And you know, hopefully we'll be seeing you around sometime soon. Absolutely, guys. Thank you so much.
so we know we know my prediction five three dodgers that that's what i'm saying but most importantly for this game and throughout the postseason this one is going to be for max muncie it's going to be for clayton kershaw brandon belt be damned the captain he's sinking the ship is sinking the captain's going down with his ship this one's for muncie it's for kershaw and it's to spite jace peterson because he's a bitch and I that hope- was more Will Smith's fault than Jace Peterson. Jace Peterson was trying. Jace to Peterson is a he bitch. Went like this. He said, I know. Can you and let Will me? Can you let me be upset? Can you let me be irrational for one second? You fucking moron. <laughs> I, yeah, I should. I should. The Dodgers are going to do this for Mad Max. They're going to do it for Clayton, and they're going to repeat. Or else. I'm going to have to wear a goddamn Giants hat to a Dodger Giant game next year, and that is unacceptable. So Max, Clayton, if you're if you're watching, take what I said and relay it to the team, mm-hmm. and rile them up. You know they're watching. Because if we because if we we don't win it, I'm gonna be real upset. Mm-hmm. Go Dodgers five well, three. Okay, well I think I I agree with you. I think that the Dodgers are gonna pull it off. I think it, I think we're gonna get the the series that we all want and deserve. Um, and I think that uh. My man Logan Webb is going to take Julio Arias deep. That's on a whole nother episode. Okay. That's on okay. a whole nother episode from more Fucking relax. But, 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 I'm going to let you finish. But Logan Webb had one of the most historic games in franchise history of all time. Okay. Shut down the Padres. Went, went two for two with a bomb. A walk just against a literal Shohei nobody. Show Shohei who? Who Shohei? Can you Logan can you Webb, name bitch. can you Logan name Webb, who bitch. started for the Padres? Can you name him? Name him. Huh? Exactly. A literal <laughs> nobody. A I fucking mean, dude who's made like seven appearances and has been optioned like right, five yeah. times oh, throughout the season. Let's not even talk okay? about Corbin let's Burns relax. pitching two innings. Let's, let's fucking relax. Let's not talk about Corbin Burns pitching for two innings. Calm down, okay? bullshit oh, i'm not the one up here saying the dodgers had a historic night against corbin burns who pitched two innings let's relax logan saying. webb a bitch kevin gosman a bitch <laughs> oh, oh yes. i watch Talk my set i watch my sacrifice fly every night because it makes me happy fuck you fuck okay, logan what is webb. Max Scherzer done? fuck the what giants Scherzer, gave himself a black eye for trying to bunt oh oh and he has he has a world series ring and he's going for two and it's three Cy Youngs, but Logan Webb's on so the same playing field, let's, right? Let's let's, let's relax talk about all the hardware that's that that's that's in that locker room. Chill, chill. You're talking about Brandon Belt, Brandon Crawford, fucking Buster Posey, MVPs, fucking Silver Sluggers for days, Gold Gloves for days. Oh, and Listen, how about a bunch of rings? So calm down. The Giants or the Dodgers have a stable of dudes who all have World Series rings now. So fucking relax. Okay, Kevin Gosman's done one good thing in his career, and it was hit a little fucking loopy fly ball in the right field. It's his only have, career have, accomplishment. Having a career here after thirty, so calm down. Only accomplishment. Calm Logan down. Webb, it's all downhill. This is going to be his only thing. Yeah, Darren Dreifert. Darren Dreifert could hit for the Dodgers for a little bit, and then he fell off the map. It's the same shit. Let's call the episode before I start losing my fucking mind. <laughs> so many bad takes that we're going to come to. Kevin Gosman, <laughs> bitch. 
Logan Webb, bitch. The whole city oh, of San Francisco, bitch. Dig your grave. This episode is brought to you by Renovation Candle Company, who ships to San Francisco, to San Fran, to Frisco, whatever you want to call it. Go get yourself some candles. Dodgers 5-3. Let's go. Championship and if not, city. If not, there's not going to be an episode with me appearing for quite some time. <laughs> oh, no. You're going to be here. If I have to, oh, no, I have to I take not. that chair, you will be here. Um, yes. Buy some renovation candles. Um, stay tuned. I mean, Giants fans, just watch the game. Watch the games. Relax. Kick your feet up. Because No, don't even watch the game. Of- just go watch Kevin Gosman sack fly. Because that, that was the best thing that happened all season. That's what you do to pregame. That's what you do to pregame, baby. Um, yeah, so we will see you on Friday. We're probably going to be doing some stuff, definitely um, um, keeping up with what's going on here. We'll keep you posted and updated on what we're going to be doing. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting platform to keep hearing us talking shit to each other. Um, subscribe to us on YouTube. Make sure to hit the likes, the subscribes, all that kind of stuff. Um, thank you so much for helping us grow so much this year. Um, follow us on Instagram, Benches Cleared Podcast, Twitter, Benches Cleared P, and TikTok, Benches Cleared. We will see you at the end of the week next week, and we will know who in the wild card game. And the Dodgers will see the Giants in the NLTS. I would love that. <laughs>